Coming up on TMS, shot to the balls and you're to blame. His and her bed weapons. Hey, do you have change for a $10,000 bill? Get up, dick. Throwing my back out with a local tramp. Lacking your balls like a Newton's cradle. I don't like sugared up monkeys. COVID worthy. The Sriracha States of America. Jeff Naked is quite a sight. Don't sweat the small stuff. Scorekeeping BS. <laughs> Go to pee, stay for the dam. Is bueno good? Unslabbed. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Your computer came with Microsoft Windows 3.1 and Microsoft Bookshelf for Windows? Sensational. Your computer has a voicemail system with your own message center? Sensational. Your computer came with a complete graphics package? I can make party banners and invitations, too. Sensational. Your computer can actually play all your music CDs in clear digital stereo? Sensational. Get a delicious burst of jelly in every bite. This is The Morning Stream, a rat turd. That one always catches me off guard. Hey, everybody, welcome back to TMS. It's TMS, The Morning Stream for Monday, January 24th, 2022. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Hi, Scott. It's it's such a nice, short, sweet one, right? Rat turd. Yeah, it's a rat turd. Okay. Thanks a lot, Uh Fletcher. You're a rat turd. How do you like that? How you like that, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, he didn't actually, so that's a bit of a trickery thing. Some people ask, how do you get such weird things from Fletcher? Well, some of them he recorded just for the show, and some of them were things he did for Film Sack that I then took out of context, like that one, and stuck a, you're listening to the morning stream, or this is the morning stream, or whatever, and added to the back or the front, and now you got your clip, and it sounds like he made it for us for TMS, but he didn't. It's like I, I Frankenstein them. Repurposing content. We're recycling is what we're doing. Yeah, what, we're recycling. We're being what, good uh, citizens. Yes. What film sack did he record Rat Turd for? Oh, I can tell you. It's uh, oh. that is from a Rat Turd. Um, what's the one where what's his name points at you and goes, "Oh, what was that called?" Oh, uh, oh Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, that's the one. The one with the Rat Turd in the soup at the beginning. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Had yeah. Leonard Nimoy in it and. Uh, uh, some other people. Oh, a, a briefly Jeff Goldblum, I believe, was in that. And Kiefer Sutherland's dad, yeah. Donald. Yeah, looking down at his oh, finger, pointing. He's the point. He's the pointer. Yeah, the one that inspired, I think, the the monkey on uh, Family Guy. Pretty sure that was that was his. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Was he pointing at you, making you feel all judged or whatever. Anyway, yeah. so there's that. Hey, uh, what's going on, everybody? We had a weekend and uh, stuff, you know, things going on. Uh, I feel like the. I don't know if you feel like this. I feel like the. Uh, the COVID is a, is a closing circle, and uh, everybody I know mm-hmm. seems to be getting it. Uh, we had yeah. ex- we had exposure and ended up having to be away from everybody all weekend. So, oh, did you really? Okay. Yeah, we don't think anyone's got it, but we're waiting to hear on one other person's test to just make sure we don't need to do a test run for everybody. Gotcha. But, uh, you don't have any home tests you could uh, take? Not yet. They're supposed to be here any minute. <laughs> The ones I bought, and then by the by the way, did you notice? Oh, that, did you order some from from uh, Roe? Yeah, did from, you notice I did the Roman order the day before the government said, "Here's our new buy, get some free tests, yeah, sign yeah. up." So I spent thirty bucks on something that I could get for free, but whatever. Oh, uh, guess what? I did. Uh, I did as well, and I still haven't received the free ones, but I have received the ones from Get Roman. So I, I've received there's, nothing. There's something to that, you know. Yeah, I've got nothing here, so I don't know what's going on, but. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, when we get those, we'll you know we'll see if we need to use them yet. But uh, anyway, I'm afraid I'm going to end up using them like Elaine uses the sponge. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right like it's it's oh is it is it covid worthy yeah like, is it i'm holding on to this batch until yep. i absolutely need it is it spit worthy like that sort of thing right. I, don't, I don't know right. how we're gonna deal with uh, it but uh yeah. yeah i don't know either the uh uh we're in the same boat like every everyone all of our close friends here in colorado everyone's gotten it close family members close friends etc um i think you and kim might be the only people we know (laughs) that don't have it yet like the inner circle that haven't gotten it that uh yeah at least not aware of getting it yeah and then in the 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 physicality of our circle closing is is the is the thing that's freaking me out because it's like every neighbor not every neighbor but a bunch of neighbors some people who have been complete shut-ins for the full two years got it somehow Like it's just uh, just taken over, man. And um, yeah, too many too many tadpoolers. Like I, I I see this morning that our our good pal TV's Travis uh, had it uh, kind of mm-hmm. bad. I hope he's I hope he's doing all right. Uh, he says he's feeling a little bit better, but uh, you know you want he, you don't want to. I'm just saying I don't want anyone to mm-hmm. get real bad. Or I, die. I don't know how how I haven't gotten it. You know, with going to movies and restaurants and traveling and and all that stuff. I mean, you know, got the, the obviously the vaccine, the booster prevent a lot of that. The the mask prevents a lot of that. But still, I mean, you know, people that we know, friends that we know, have had those things as well, and they mask up and all that, and still end up getting it. I don't know how. Yeah, you guys. Maybe maybe this will be the week. Maybe New Orleans will. uh, Yeah, finally. Finally, it can have its way. Break my COVID cherry. Yeah, yes. it can finally have its way with you and your body, and uh, I hope that doesn't happen. But here's the thing: uh, maybe, maybe COVID is like uh, uh, stormtroopers, and you're Luke Skywalker. They just can't hit you. Maybe no matter maybe, how yeah, many shots right, they take, exactly. they just can't hit you. So think of it that way. Maybe. Uh, hey, I got a, an email I must read. Before we go f- too much further in the show today, from Jeff Sire, our pal up in Grafton, Ontario, Canada. Ah, uh, yes. Good old Bronco sent us an email. He does this a lot. He does. And uh, this is a good one. So Scott and Brian, <clears throat> talking to Bill about what prop he would use to defend himself during a home invasion, reminded me of a story I think you guys would find funny. Oh, we did. We definitely found this funny. When I met my wife, Jennifer, in 1997, she was in the process of getting divorced. Since the divorce was not finalized, her ex still had legal issue or access to Jen's house. He thoughtfully used his access to take random things and move stuff around when Jen wasn't home. That's a jerky thing to do, isn't it? Pretty oh, yes. lame. Yeah. To say that annoyed Jen is an understatement. <laughs> One weekend I was staying at her pace, he meant place. Or she has a giant bottle of salsa and he lives okay. in it. Okay, I don't know. mister, I can I don't complain know. about other people's typos. Hey, okay. I all can right. do it all, all day right. when it's Jeff. He gives me so much shit, he can get some shit. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Jeff or uh free hotel room, they you know, they put themselves out there that we can we can They do. And when they when they trip yeah. over a wire, then you can then you get to lay into them. Right. Anyway, right. uh says uh her place and her kids were all at their dad's, so it was just the two of us, all right? Yeah, Jen wakes me up in the mo- <laughs> he wakes me up in the middle of the night and says she can hear someone downstairs. So I get out of bed and go down to check things out. Here's the best part. An important fact to mention is that I was totally naked at the time. Now, if you know Jeff, he'll explain himself here in a second. But if you know Jeff, that's quite a sight. That's an intimidating. Yeah. Well, at least, at least, uh, based on seeing him clothed. Yeah. 
He's a, <laughs> I can imagine he doesn't wear padded shirts and and uh <laughs> yeah he's a big military looking monster yes. of a boy he says so big muscly naked paratrooper is wandering naked through the darkened house looking for villains there was no one there so I go back upstairs to the bedroom. I find Jen kneeling in the center of the bed at my, uh, in my T-shirt she was sleeping with on the bedside lamp uh, and a baseball bat resting on her shoulder. I told her there was no one downstairs, but then asked, where the F did the baseball bat come from? She said, oh, I keep it under the bed. I looked under my, or I, so I looked down at my lack of clothing and said, maybe next time she sends me off to get murdered, she could give me that bat. Uh, since I didn't think I was, or sorry, I didn't think I was likely to club anyone to death with my penis, he says. His penis. <laughs> Jeff, that's, that's an amazing a, story. That's such a great punch. Like, club anyone to death with my penis. My penis. My penis. Uh, well done. Although, he, you know, he defended his uh, his love and his life. That's fine. That's right. You and I would both be chivalrous, though, right? Like, we, if we knew that there was a baseball bat and we were going to check out what was going on downstairs, uh... I think we'd still leave our wives with the baseball bat just in case they get around us or something. Right? Yeah, what you do is you need two baseball bats. You need two base his and hers baseball bats. Yeah. Or, you know, I my my buddy has I have a friend who's super into guns. He has yeah. a Bernelli shotgun attached to a special attachment thing under his bed to reach down. Oh, wow. Click really? and it's out. Yep. And on his wife's side, something similar. I don't know what gun it is. Yeah. He's so into it that he's just sure that if he's ever attacked <laughs> in this place that has no basically crime. basically Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre inside the Tremors bunker, is yes, what you're saying. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's a great. I, I wish I'd have thought of that before. But that's basically them. They're waiting for Tremors. That never come, by the way. They never. They yeah, live in like this never. perfectly peaceful neighborhood that no one ever robs anything from. And yet he's down. I got my Bernelli right by my hip if I needs it. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey Brian, I know there's. Yeah. I smell it in the air. There's something going on with oh, podcasting, yeah. and we all can tell. But why don't you tell us what this feeling is we have? There's, there's some knowledge in the air, and it's coming your way. Yeah, America's Next Top Podcaster. Uh, the the applications close in about a week. So if you have any interest in becoming America's Next Top Podcaster and participating in, number one, what is a incredibly fun 12 weeks, uh, it's also a challenge, but it's a challenge that will severely hone your podcasting skills. It is, uh, like I said, I've said it before and I'll say it again, I've learned something in every single season of the show and the first three seasons of the show. And in addition to the usual uh, great prizes that we're offering this time around, this season's winner also gets a show with Justin Robert Young's dog and pony show productions. Mm. And um, so you've got to, you've got to take advantage of that. Or we might do that as an intern or as a, uh, the editing week prize or something. It's definitely going to be a prize this season. And, um, what an incredible, incredible opportunity. And uh, like, you know, even Will Saddleberg, who won this last season, he's doing stuff with with Justin. He worked on the um, the Greatest Con, I think, with uh, Justin yeah, and Brian. Some, or was it something with them? I can't remember now. Or was it the other? It might have been the other. Uh, oh, it might have been the, season two of. Uh, oh, shit. That's no. right. It was season two of. Um, what's his? It's a. Uh, 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 Justin goes to college. World's uh, greatest. No, it was it was world's greatest con? I was it? it up. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, "Was he? Is that already out? The season two happened." He co-wrote half of the new season for world's oh, okay. greatest con. Maybe they're yep. still in production. 
Anyway, that's awesome. So, so, anyway, so look at that. We want, yeah. we want you. We want you as a contestant for uh, America's Next Top Podcaster. It is fun. You learn a lot. Did you just break your glasses? No, it's got a big old goob on it. And I forgot the dog put her nose on it. Sorry to mean to distract. Uh, so go to it right now. America's Next Top Podcaster.com. Go fill out an application and uh, hopefully we'll see you and you can be part of the, the fun. We got Tom. We got Jenny. We got Justin. We got Scott. Yeah. Me for some reason and uh, and everybody else. So your uh, venerable host Brian Ibbett, venerable host. That's right. Uh, it's always fun, and I'm glad to hear. I was a little concerned that we wouldn't see Jenny because I know she's got some new stuff going on, but I'm really glad to hear she's. Back. I hers hers was the schedule that I was uh, most worried about. Well, yours and hers because of your you know all your new marbles oh, in the straw. Oh, I'm gonna make it work, marbles. man. <laughs> I'm gonna make it work. That day's just gonna be marble day, and I'm gonna pound two marbles out at night, and it'll be great. Poop them out. Just poop out those marbles like I'm made of marble. Poop out those marbles. Anyway. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, AmericansNextTopPodcaster.com. Go fill an application, please. Please do it. Get on it. What are you doing? What are you sitting there for? All right. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to send a shout out to all my uh, people out there for the last couple of years who said, Scott, you need to play Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, uh, yeah. How is it? It might be, you know, when you play a game, I, you know, when you play <laughs> it a game, might be I, the best thing I've played in the last 10 years. Well, if you, you know, when you play a game like a year or two after its actual release yeah. and yeah. you just miss the hype bubble and you're like, and this could be TV movies, whatever. It'll be sure. me with Parasite. I'm sure when I finally yeah, see absolutely. it. Absolutely. You'll be like, eh, Parasite was fine. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? But sometimes you wait long enough and you've, and you go in kind of like, well, okay, I'll, now I'll try it. Um, and yeah. it's all up-resed and, you know, mastered up for the PS5. So I'm like, I'll just give this a shot. Uh, it's awesome. It would have really? easily been, I don't, what was it, 2020 was the release year? It would have easily been my game of the year that year had I played it. Uh, it's fan- freaking fantastic. Now, yeah, if you I don't like... Everybody in, in my raid team was playing it and loving it. And, so uh, good. The combat alone, just this samurai combat they system they built is so much fun. I love a big open world with stuff to check off. I think I'm going to I'm going to 100% this thing. And I don't do that very often. Wow, like, no kidding. Last time I did that was Big Shock Mad Max video game from 2015. Oh, of course it was. And you yeah. did it twice, didn't you? Didn't you go through that game twice? No, but I bit Oh, no, oh. that's that is true. I did I did a, a run that was really deep and then didn't quite finish it and then I went and did it the whole thing again and and did everything. <laughs> like cleared it out completely. Yeah. So I'm well, gonna I've do, been, and I love doing that with a good with a good open world game. Sometimes they're mm-hmm. good enough to just play, and they're you'll have like maybe the main story, and you're done, and you just don't do all the side stuff. But this has mm-hmm. great side stuff. It's freaking fantastic. So anyway, to all those people, you were right. It's very good. Okay, yeah. I'm admitting it now. It was all very good. I'm uh, I'm I'm deep into Astroneer. I am loving that game. It's such a uh, it's it's the kind of thing I like the base building, the um, but with a storyline with quests that sort of thing as opposed to just a Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Here's an open world build crap build thing. I like yeah yeah. You like to have I you like, like to have a goal. You like to have a reason. I like to have a goal. I like to have something to do. And and um, apparently they keep adding new stuff to Astroneer. I know I'm coming to this thing three years into its existence, but um, yeah. It's older, but it's really coming to its own right now. It's a perfect time to play it, mm-hmm. so I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I picked it up on uh, Switch and uh, on my Swatch. Yeah, so I'm gonna play it. I'm going to unduck my Swatch and play it uh, on the plane, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's perfect for that. There's nothing wrong with that game. That game's great. great. Well, it's kind of perfect. Here's the problem. On the Swatch, mm-hmm. uh, it's the, the text is really hard to see. There's a lot of fine little tiny details 
that I need. That's one. That's a game I need to play on a big screen. But um, oh try. yeah, there is a lot of little like helper. A lot text of little stuff. stuff to look at on yeah. there. That's fun. That's not as fun for mobile for us. Aging eyeballs. Exactly. Yeah. So I have to take my. I'm gonna take my readers and play me some Astronaut. Hell's yeah. All right. Hey guys, what do you think about Dunaway joining us? What do you think of that? I think that's an idea. Uh, it's definitely an idea. Whether it's a good one or not, I guess we'll have to wait and find out once he joins this call. But we're going to play Babel Royale today. And I'm excited because that means someone's going to win some prizes. So uh, this is me killing time while Brian doesn't answer his call. Oh, there he is. <laughs> hey, look who it is. It's our old pal Brian Dunaway joining us for Babel Royale on this Monday. Hi, Brian. How are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hey, hey pal. Hey, pal. What are you pal. doing? What are you doing, pal? Do you have? Do you ever? Uh, in just regular conversation, like not this dumb show stuff. Do you ever call anyone pal? Does that ever happen Never. to you? Me either. Never. That's that's yeah. the that's no, that's like the thing it. you say before you fight somebody. Yeah. Look here, pal. Yeah, listen here, buddy. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I don't do that either. <laughs> Uh, it is Babel Royale slash, slash Squirm Edition, uh, the morning squirm. We're going to throw it over to Brian Ibbett here. We'll explain what it is, who could win, and what we're going to win. Go ahead, Brian. I will do all that stuff. Welcome to the morning squirm, a back-and-forth trivia game where our players will match wits on topic that would have grossed out meatloaf if that was even possible. Aww. Scott and Brian will take turns out too soon. Uh, Scott yeah. and Brian will take turns answering multiple-choice trivia questions, and if they get it wrong, well, the other player gets a point. The player with the most points after five questions wins the prize for their contestant, and we're pulling contestants for members of the tadpool that aren't able to listen live. Uh, Scott, you're going to be playing for Martin in Nanaimo, BC, British Columbia, up there in the Canada. Mm. Oh, I like, well, hey, I like Canada. Oh, wait, 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 I like him so much. Canada! There you go. There we go. Yep. That's it. Uh, Brian, you're going to be playing for Stephen in Peculiar, Missouri. Yes, that's right. Oh, Peculiar, Peculiar, Missouri. Wait, that's Stephen, where, um, that's where uh, um, uh, Cleo lives, isn't it? I think she in lives Peculiar, in Peculiar Missouri. Now. I know she lives in Missouri. I think I sent uh, her. I sent her some stuff or something. I can't remember what I. That was a thank you note or something for Christmas stuff. And she, uh -huh. pretty sure it was Peculiar. Oh yeah, I am kind of doxing her. Sorry, but I think she's in Peculiar, which has like five <laughs> people in it. So I'm really doxing her. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> well, it's her and Stephen. There you go, yeah. right there. As yeah. a matter of fact, uh, it is her and Stephen. Yes. Yeah. Oh great. <laughs> her and Stephen. Her and anyway. Stephen. Yeah. Her and Stephen, yeah. if I'm being clear. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's go ahead and get to uh, today's questions. <laughs> all right, I'm ready. Lay it on us. Brian, I think Brian won last week, so we're going to start with Scott. Okay. I have to write down my my official scorekeeping right there. Oh, look at that. Right BS. Yep. That's BS, BS, you guys. A little BS. B oh, I got to hide All right, uh, Scott. Yes, uh-huh. They say that the mind is the first thing to go, but it might start going way sooner than people realize. At what age does the brain start to deteriorate? Mm. Okay. Yes. Yeah, is it list here? Okay. Uh, 18, 25, 30, or 47? Um, my sister says that your, your pathways aren't fully formed till you're 25 to 27. So it seems to me like you're still running on high there. So I'm going to say probably 30s when you start to start to, start to do it. Yeah, it's got to be the beginning of it, right? It's got to be. All right. Let's see. Is the answer 30? Yes, it is. Oh, well done. Your brain. Nice. The answer is C. C, C, senor. Nice. Uh, yeah, Claire, if you're 26, you're, you know, four years away or so from 
from the downturn. Get ready. Yeah. So you got four years. You got four years more of up, and then it starts uh, falling apart. Oh, yeah. It's all over now. You're thirty. Yeah. was like wrong. Yeah. And that. Uh, and that. By the way, all that gin ain't helping. All right. Hide in the chat again. Go. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, it doesn't matter because they don't know the answers. Well, yeah, I just don't so, want their help. I just like to look at their reaction. I don't reaction. want their help. Yeah, I don't want their help. <laughs> I don't need, I don't I don't want need their stupid help. Yeah. Exactly. All right, stupid Brian. Room. The largest bill, it's not very gross, the largest bill uh, to go into circulation in the United States did so in 1945. The value of that bill was A, $5,000, B, $10,000, C, $25,000, or D, $50,000. These are so all news largest, to me. Jeez. Largest know. currency. Did you know any of these existed? Circulation in 1945. Did you know, Dunaway, that any of these denominations existed? I had no idea. Uh, well, I, I just assume they did. I mean, the largest denomination I've ever seen is a 20. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a 50 but once. I, one time. I, I assume <laughs> those other people, you know, who are rich have bigger money than me. Right. And I, I think... I, I just feel like anything above ten thousand in currency would just be pointless. Mm, I yeah. mean, you yeah, would because you, you'd require somebody to be, right. You'd require somebody <laughs> if you bought something with that. Somebody would right. have to make change. Yeah. Exactly. Do you have change for a ten thousand? <laughs> yeah, people have trouble right. breaking. Do you feel a, like after breaking I do feel like after the war uh, uh, in forty five or so, right there at the end. I feel like. I feel like we were trying to make a statement, and it feels sure. like a statement number. Ten thousand dollar bill. Okay. Only, right, only, uh, only three people had one. All right, <laughs> Bezos, Branson, and uh, Musk. Yep. Right there. Right. Uh, all right. Let's see if you're correct. Is the answer ten thousand dollars? It is. Look at you guys. Check wow. out the brains on Scott and Brian. Two in a Go row, baby. over here. Let's see what the chat said. Everybody in the chat thought it was. Oh, nobody had a answers. lot of five Ks. Oh, Couple there they people are. Said ten thousand. Yeah, I'd never heard of a ten thousand dollar bill. I'll never see one either. So that's great. No, no. Are they in circulation do now? Can, does somebody somewhere deal in uh, I ten? Think, I think once they're in circulation, they they can still forever be in circulation there's not a way to recall them and, but um, right until the bank gets all of them and says time to send this right, to exactly. the burn pile it feels like exactly. if you're somebody with 10 grand worth of a single bill in your pocket you're going to buy an eight thousand dollar thing and say keep the change i right? get i get right. nervous having a hundred dollar bill in my pocket i can't imagine yeah i know uh, yeah I like i'm the same way i can't imagine like can't imagine that's walking around in your wallet. <laughs> walking around money. Yeah. Walking that's around my money. walking around money. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Scott. I'm trying to buy a soda with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never take it. It'll never take no. it. Damn inflation. Or you got to buy 10,000 10, sodas the minute it takes it. <laughs> All right. There's a picture. If you take John, if you take John is so quick with the wick. He's like Wikipedia speed. Quick. Well, he's our he's our AB tech, you know. Oh, who's he's that guy on there? Who's Chase? Is that the Chase Bank guy? I don't know who that is on the front of that. Who's on the $10,000 bill? Someone named Chase. Chase? Yeah. Chase? Oh. Chase Bank. Oh, see, I told you. I well, it told you say, it was all kinds of... It doesn't it say some bank. some kind of arrogant deal. It doesn't say Chase it. Bank. It just has the guy's name as Chase. I don't just know who that is. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, he looks like a rich Vincent, dick. He's, Vincent Chase is the uh, person on the ten thousand dollar bill. Seems like a real, a real that turd. was a deal. That was just somebody paying somebody off. Yeah, probably. Exactly. All right. All right. Uh, hey, Scott. Yeah. Uh, a violent shot in the crotch can kill a man. Did you know that? 
No, I didn't. Well, it happened to a guy named Dick Wertheim back in 1983. <laughs> no. After he was uh, struck in the groin with this. Okay. A, was it a fist? B, a baseball? C, a golf ball? Or D, a tennis ball? Oh. The name ball to the ball. Give me the name again. To bang to bang, diggy diggy. Uh, the name of the guy? Yeah. Did you give us Dick Worth? Dick Wertheim. Do you think you know him? No. Are you googling him? What are no. you doing? He, he just he just wanted to think I it was funny with a... dick, crotch, and balls. No, I'm just looking. It for... is funny. His name is Dick, right? Yeah, it is good. Not um, to him. Yeah, he, he's not happy about it. I'm gonna go with golf ball just for no reason other than that sounds like a thing that would hurt real bad at high velocity. Think, yeah. Right speed, uh, mm-hmm. the speed of a golf ball, and the, the size and the, the right. Is this about it? the right? Is this about the right size for you know normal humans' balls? And man, mm-hmm. be clacking like one of those metronome things or what were those things little <laughs> gravity balls bark, bark. oh the uh cradle something cradle yeah yeah New- newton's cradle there you go uh no it is not golf ball Damn Brian it. gets the point and uh you get the remaining choices a fist a baseball or a tennis ball what what struck dick wertheim in the crotch and and what happened to his 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 man junk what'd you say what was the what was the damage uh killed him a violent shot to oh. the crotch killed him Okay, killed him. Wow. Yeah, killed him. No. Wow. That's why I thought golf ball, t- it's a smaller, it's more bullety. I don't know. I right. don't know why I thought that. Tennis ball I, seems like it wouldn't. I guess I, I, that fist is confusing me, but I want to go with the uh, baseball because, man, you could you could send something up in your body with that thing, man. You could, sure. Uh, was it a baseball? It was not. It was a tennis ball. He's a uh, tennis linesman who, uh, on September 10th, 1983, during a match at the 1983 U.S. Open, uh, Stefan Edberg sent an errant serve directly into his groin. He was sitting in a chair and officiating at the center line. The blow knocked him backwards, and he fell out of the chair onto the hard court surface where he did strike his head. Okay. He also had so a secondary. He also had a, a history of chronic cardiovascular disease. This is this oh, is basically yeah. the uh, well. He had he had uh, right. shingles, but was, he died of COVID. Yeah, this this guy was going down regardless. It did. It, it, that's that's, that's right. all it took was a, a gentle lob from a tennis ball. Exactly. Yeah. So he died on September fifteenth. His uh, family sued the United States Tennis Association. Oh come on! Five million. Uh, in an opinion suggesting that the impact of the tennis ball had not been the proximate cause of his death, the the appellate uh, division of the Supreme Court of New York reversed a 165,000 jury award See, to his estate. Here's some hate mail. He shouldn't have been manspreading. Anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. of that, the International Tennis Federation refrained from having linesmen sitting during plays. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got to- <laughs> I like the idea that he's got cardiovascular problems and he's sitting. How big was this guy? Was he a big guy? Oh, was he a no, big no. dick? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's a big dick. Big dick. Dick yes. is down. I repeat, dick is down. That's right, Tom's from Norm. All right, I'm hiding them again. Go. Let's do the next one. All okay. right, good. Uh, so Brian, this one's to you. Families buy roughly 500000 of this kid's toy every year, and it ends up sending about 100,000 youngsters to the emergency room. I'm already I'm already guessing it, but go ahead. Oh, really? Well, tell me your guess. I won't tell if you're right or not. But I mean, uh, it's Lego, right? It's got to be Lego. Okay. All right, well, let's see. Um, is it bounce houses? Inflatable oh. pools, trampolines, okay. or rock climbing walls. Oh, okay, so it's none of those then. Okay. <laughs> Brian steps but I, the on those choking, a lot. The yeah. Lego choking thing is uh, you know, the, the, the right. threat that's is a, real. Yeah, yeah that's a, that, when I think of scary toys, I think of Legos. Sure. Um, I, 
even as much safety as they put on trampolines, I still feel like that's the go-to. We probably should just ban those. With mer- along with merry-go-rounds, <laughs> trampolines should just be done away Banning with. Banning trampolines? Come on. It's now an Olympic, uh, it's an Olympic exactly. thing. And you should have to go train yeah. before you get on one. You just shouldn't have some amateur in the backyard. Yeah. Flipping yeah. it over. I'm pretty convinced still to this day that when I when my back goes out, it's because of damage I incurred in an accident on a tramp when I was young. Oh right. really? Yeah. On a tramp. On a tramp. <laughs> Shorten that. Yeah, we called Scott, it. We called Scott it. Scott the tramp. The we called it tramp. Business. Didn't anyone else do that? We always called it tramp. We never called it yeah, trampoline. We didn't. We called it. We called it tramp too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Is it trampolines? It is. Brian gets the point. Nicely yes. done. Well done. Yeah, they're death traps. Stupid they things. are death traps. You know, maybe what they do is they do like you see it at malls and things where they have the harness that hooks yeah. into the yeah. top. And so if they jump it, if they were to fall off, they wouldn't go far because that thing would slow them down. And yeah, I mean they're fun. Kids know. love them. I get it. Oh, I loved yeah. them. Our, ours yeah. were like ours were rectangular with uh, no end closing. So yeah, with yeah. springs that were like two foot long yeah so that yeah. you could really get in between it yeah i didn't regret it at the time it's just you know all the years it's like soccer players are like man i sure love playing soccer but my knees are mush now it's like that kind of mm-hmm. it's like you either got hurt on a tramp or you didn't properly jump <laughs> you didn't you didn't shoot for the moon or yeah. crack the egg or any of that stuff yeah what were you even doing there that's anyway. right all right uh lil scott this last one is for you okay how are we doing uh, on score i don't know where for the we're glory. at Brian, Brian won this one three to one so far. So oh, damn it. You, you, you can't win, but you can still save face with All the right. right answer here. All right. Uh, the first person and the last person to die during the construction of the Hoover Dam had something else in common. What was it? Uh, was it A, they both died from electrocution, B, they were father and son, C, they were both women, or D, their bodies are buried in the dam or, or stuck in the dam? Oh, see, I know that that's, there's truth to that, but I don't know about these brothers. Or about them, sorry, about their, no, wait, hold on. That, that might be it, actually. Oh, Scott. That was not one of the options. Yes, sisters or father-son. Women. They were both women. They were both father and son. They were both killed by electrocution or their bodies are still stuck in the dam. What I was saying is I know that there are people that just stayed in the dam. Yeah. Um, So if that means there's multiple people. I miss out on the dam tour. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh, I'm really tempted to go father son because it just sounds like some story I'd hear, but I'm going to go with uh, the bodies are still in there. Okay. All right. Is it that their bodies are still stuck in the dam? Incorrect. Oh. Brian, the remaining it. choices uh, both died from electrocution. They were father and son, or they were both women. Um, I'm going to go... First of all, if you if you're the first one to die, that's going to happen because they start pouring that that concrete and stuff, and you're in there. It's too bad. Mm-hmm. We're not starting over. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the. Uh, I'm going to go. It feels like electrical deaths are so common. It just seems like. It just seems odd, but I, I'm I'm going to go with the electrical death. Okay. All right. Were they both killed with electric? Uh, Bill killed by electrocution. Bill killed. Bill killed. They were not. No, no. Uh, they were actually Scott. You should have gone with your gut. They were father and son. Damn it! That just seems too weird, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It doesn't. I mean, not really though, because back then 
everybody will work, you know, you, you worked in the mine, your uncle, your dad, and your son all died in the mine thing that collapsed. Like, it's just, I don't know, it feels like the, that era was all about dad and, and, and Ricky aren't coming home tonight, dear. We're going to have to, you know what I mean? Like, there's, I don't know, there's something I should have gone with my gut is what I'm saying. Right, and Stupid it was a long. Gut. It was 13 years, by the way, uh, to the day wow. um, that uh, they died. December 20th, 1922, and then December 20th, 1935. So they both actually died on December 20th. And, <laughs> oh, wow. uh, exactly 13 years apart. Uh, JG Tierney and his son Patrick Tierney. On the I same, the same format, as show up with his hat in his hand at the house and go. It happened again. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a little grayer. Damn, damn. Yeah, right? his hair's damn, a little more damn. receded. That's a real bummer. Um, all right. Well, there's the there's that story. That the Hoover right. Dam has all kinds of great stories around it. It's yeah, a, I'm sure there's a, a great uh, a few great documentaries about that. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations going out to Stephen in uh, Peculiar Missouri. Winner, winner, Missouri. Winner. Yeah. Well done, Peculiar Man. Uh, you're going to get a copy of Siberia 3, and we were here together on Steam. Yeah, mm-hmm. Those are both pretty good. Mm-hmm. But uh, Martin up there in Nanaimo. A British Columbia, you're getting Between the Stars oh. just for participating. Also good. Which you really didn't. Between the Stars is actually great. I love that game. Is it? Yeah, I played the hell out of it. It's a very fun... Um, oh, I don't even know what to compare it to. It's just kind of a cool hybrid of like freelancer and maybe... Uh, I don't know, some board game stuff, like dice roll type things in it. You're in space, Unreal cool. Engine stuff. It's real cool. Very cool game. I like those guys too. They're nice devs. Uh, what was I going to? I was going to say a thing, and I forgot what it was, so I won't say it. I don't remember. Don't remember. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, 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 shit. Oh no, I know what it was. Last time I was at the Hoover Dam, I think we talked about this maybe on the show, but uh, they have the weirdest bathrooms there. So if you're going to go to the, if you're like in the middle of the damn tour and you're out like on top of the thing and you're like, oh, I really got to pee. There's a place to go, but it's weird because you basically open a door that goes into the dam and then it's like these strange, crooked spiral staircase things up to like this very tiny room with a toilet in it that's like built into the dam. And you can tell this thing was built in like the 40s. It's a trip. So wow. Next I was, time you're I was there. Thinking you'd say, I was thinking you was going to say you peed and it had like a little light that lit up and said, you're making power. No, it wasn't like that. Educational thing. No, that'd be cool. They should do that. But no, it was just, I just felt like I was going back in time. It was really strange. And it has a window that looks out over the dam drop off. Oh, oh, is it, is it sit down toilet height window or is it stand up? Uh, You got to see it to stand up. You'd see it uh, to sit down and be above your head. But, no, that's no good. Uh, but I peed, so I didn't have to sit. But the thing was, it was like a, um, it just it was such a drop off. I was completely like, kind of, I, I don't, I don't like heights. We've talked about this. I don't like heights. Yeah. And boy, yeah. howdy, did that give me the willies. I'm like, I am one inch away from just yeah, right off the <laughs> you side. You need of this to thing. go. What about what about confined spaces and heights? You need to go to the arch. Yeah, the St. Yeah, Louis the Arch. Arch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've never been up there. How's or up inside? You go How up are the inside? bathrooms, Brian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's the bathrooms the are uh, wherever you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you get, you're in a teeny tiny elevator to get up there. First of all, and yeah, then yeah. it's still like a little enclosed area once you're once yeah. you're up there. Yeah. I think I was. 
eight or nine. Uh, the only time I've ever been there. But and, I'd, and I'd you'd, that would be the only size uh, that anyone should be. Yeah. Right in those stupid little right? carts. They're just yeah. too small. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to go there one day. I've never been up there. I didn't know you could actually go up inside that thing. I thought it yeah. was just a structure outside. Yeah, little over. windows up at the top. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. That's very cool. Uh, all right. Well, uh, hey, St. Louis, how you doing? Uh, let's move on to now kicking Brian out of here. A reminder that later this afternoon at 3.30 Mountain Time, we'll be doing a Play Retro episode, uh, which we're very excited about. We're going to talk about it's Cool Spot. It's going to be very cool. Yeah. Do you guys remember, oh, geez. Do you guys remember Cool Spot, the stupid 7-Up mascot that uh, they turned into a side-scrolling oh, yeah. uh, video game and was actually good? Well, that's kind of our, our topic. We're going to talk about that game in particular, but kind of all the other stuff around that sort of thing like the stupid Pepsi Man game and maybe those King, Sneaky King games that came out of Burger King and like these yes. weird Ad, yeah. ad advert games. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. I've had a good a, time this past week. Was there yep. a Noid? I think there was a Noid-based yes. oh, yeah. game for Domino's. There were oh, several. Hell yeah. Uh, were there? Yo Noid being the most popular. And the, and probably the best of the bunch. They were all kind of bad, though. Um, and right. most of them, it's a hallmark of being pretty bad usually. But once in a while, like this Cool Spot game, it's a pretty good game. Like it actually is a decent game. platformer, whereas sometimes this stuff's garbage. And it used to be true of like movie crossovers, TV. We've gotten way better in the modern era than we used to, but it'll be a fun uh, topic. We're going to dive in hard. So check us out, 3.30 Mountain Time right here at frogpants.tv if you want to watch it live. We do a lot of video uh, stuff as well, so you'll be able to catch uh, all of that fun stuff if you catch it live or the podcast after wherever you get your podcast. And big thanks to... Uh, Pocket Cast for featuring us this week. That was really nice. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. Didn't know they were going to do that. Anyway, uh, go check that out. Brian, anything else you would like to say before we let you go? Absolutely. If you'd like to see me suck and play hard at all (laughs) on uh, Twitch... .tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. I uh, play the games we play on Play Retro. That's a lot of plays. Yeah. Well, you know, that's where if anyone wanted to watch Brian suck, that's the place to yeah. go to watch it. I yeah. realized when I started saying it, I was like, sounds it's all too late. Porny. It's too late. <laughs> sounds porny. Yeah, it sounds against Twitch's, it. it's against Twitch's uh, rules of service or whatever. So <laughs> Brain deterioration at, at 30, you say. Yeah, yeah. You're well past it, so enjoy the, your declining years. Bye now. All right. Here goes Brian into the etherverse. Yeah. Hey, I know what I want to do. Going to do some quick news here brought to you by Jack Shelton's wife Maria is kidnapped while at a fundraising benefit in Florida. Upon receiving the demands, Jack leaves his comfortable life in Green Bay to handle the situation on his own terms. Shaking off the rest of retirement seems difficult as Jack maneuvers his way through the trials of finding his wife in the unfamiliar Florida towns of Port Charlotte and El Jobin. A story of vengeance and mystery with a twist. Go to bit.ly slash night tracer for more details and to get your copy today that's bit.ly slash night tracer i just like hearing you say el jobin el jobin i don't even know if that's how it's pronounced is it el jobin or is it jobian or i'm not sure el ask, uh, i don't know i have to ask these brilliant people over there making this in florida yeah uh, hey, you guys, the most popular hot sauce in every state. We're going to talk Ooh, about it. All right. Yeah. I love these maps. Yeah, these are fun. Uh, apparently, Sriracha is ruling the world uh, right now because a huge portion of the United States. I'll put this up so the chat can see it. Uh, here we go. So you guys see it on screen. Uh, those That green there, is uh, those are all Sriracha states. 
It's a lot of sriracha. 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 It's funny that the hardest the hardest one to pronounce is is the leaders. Yeah, pretty hilarious. Uh, but anyway, all of these are Hoi Fung Sriracha is the brand. We all know the one, you know, the red bottle with the turkey, no, yeah. the turkey, the, the rooster on it. The rooster on it. Yeah. yeah. We used to, when I was younger, I didn't know what it was called. So I just said they have the rooster sauce and then I would see mm-hmm. one and not really pay attention to what it said. But yeah, uh, there's something in, let's see, is it New Mexico? No. Who's just below you? Yeah. New Mexico, right? Yeah. It's New Mexico. Yep. They have... What's what's bueno? Bueno, I've never heard of that. Bueno, is that, is that good? Uh, what amazes me is that Louisiana, yeah, doesn't like Louisiana. You think would be oh well, Tabasco all the time, all the, you know, because uh, Michael Henney is in is is based in yeah. Louisiana. Yeah, but no. Yeah, that's weird. It's called Original Louisiana, which I I'm not familiar with. I've spent well, no, time that's, there. That's uh, um, Mississippi there. On the oh, I'm, yeah, you're right. Pointing to Mississippi, it's still Sriracha. You're right. Right. Uh, Louisiana has sriracha, but but Mississippi has original Louisiana hot yeah. sauce. <laughs> hey, I don't want to freak you out, but way on the other side of the country, Texas Pete is happening, but it, but sriracha is happening in Texas. Oh yeah, that's in uh, George in uh, uh, Brian Dunaway's part of town. Yeah, so South, the, both Carolinas like the Texas Pete. They both like Texas Pete, even though I don't think they like Texas. Uh, Frank's Red Hot doing real well on the upper eastern uh, part of the country, although still kind of surrounded by sriracha. Mm-hmm. I'm a little surprised by this. I thought it would be, I don't know. A little I, bit more varied across the country. Yeah. I do like sriracha a lot. Yeah. But I don't know if I like it. Oh, yeah. It, it does make know. sense. Buffalo, New York uh, has the Frank's Red Hot. That makes sense. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, there's another map dancer. So I'm looking at which states are ordering the most hot sauce in terms of ounces customer via Instacart. Oh, yeah. I'd be curious about that. Let's see. The most uh, is... Wow. North North Dakota with 5.4 ounces. North Dakota. They're cold, man. They got to heat up. I guess. Colorado at 4.0. Uh, New Mexico at 4.4. Well, Utah's a lightweight. 1.6. You bunch yeah. of weenies. Apparently, if you're looking for hot sauce, you don't have Fargo. Ah, I absolutely saw what you did there, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was pretty damn, pretty damn obvious. It was bad. good, though. I enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, Texas only 2.3. That surprises me. Louisiana and That's Mississippi tied at 1.9, which is also their their position in uh, education in the, in the country. Just kidding. That's terrible to say. Sorry, everybody down there. You guys are great. Uh, Nevada, 2.4. I thought there'd be more a little more hot sauce in Nevada. I don't know. You know, you get your hookers and your whatnot. You think it's because uh, Shiracha has... You get such a big bottle of it, whereas these other, these other ones come in small bottles, so... You just get more bang for your buck Maybe. with the uh, Maybe that's how they got in, and then now it's just like standard. It's like oh, ketchup yeah. or something. You're right. just like, oh, there it is. I know that. I'll eat that. But uh, Maybe. Yeah. I like all kinds of hot sauces, but I do think sriracha might be my go-to if I'm in the mood. How, really. how much of the Alice Cooper hot sauces do you have left? Like, have you uh, finished any of the three bottles? So the one that's supposedly mild, yeah, I've eaten all of that uh, is the best of the three, like the smoky so chipotle good. flavor with oh man, mm. throw that on eggs. Yeah, and it's still pretty hot. Like the the joke there is that is. his mild is still really hot and the yeah, hot. mild the mild is hotter than the medium in my opinion. Yeah, the medium's okay. The other two are fine. I just really like that mild flavor. Yeah. yeah, I could do that right now. In fact, it sounds real good. I could too. Every time we talk about food, <clears throat> it makes me hungry on this show. I know. Why do we do that? Um, all right, how check this out. The monkey gangs are on the loose. Oh, shit. Didn't we talk about the monkey gangs? Didn't um, we throwing dogs off of... Uh, 
we throwing did. dogs off of buildings they and were stuff, throwing, or is this a different monkey gang? They were, I thought, oh yeah, it's a different monkey gang, but you're not wrong to think that we've had multiple stories. This maybe is a sign that the monkeys are, you know, rising up. Something's going That's on. Right. Planet of the Apes happening. Caesar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hail Caesar. Uh, monkey gangs hooked on sugary drinks, rampage through town, mugging tourists for food and belongings in a reign of terror, says this article on thesun.com. Oh, scary. The town located some 90 miles north of the capital, Bangkok, is known for its massive monkey population. Massive monkey. <laughs> massive monkey. That's fun to say. It's not, it's not a lot, but boy, they're big. Yeah, they're big monkeys. Uh, and since Thailand threw open its doors again to holiday makers, that's fun, interesting. We'd call that vacationers, wouldn't we? <laughs> holiday makers. Holiday oh, makers. What do you go? I'm making holiday. Yeah. Uh, anyway, these lawless monkeys have flooded the town streets. The primates have been wreaking havoc by climbing on people, stealing glasses from tourists, and running across cars. Uh, to make matters Courtesy worse. of the monkey blinders. <laughs> Don't forget what you saw here today. Uh, to make matters worse, I would say to make monkey matters worse, the gangs are feasting on sugary treats from the locals as they believe the animals bring good luck to the area. Uh, the uh, monkeys have been missing, or, uh, missing out on snacks from visitors. But the fiends are now gorging on hundreds of bananas and syrupy drinks every day. Probably that means they're pooping everywhere, dude. Uh, yeah. There's some footage of this. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Right. We got to see what we can see here. Uh, yeah, let's take a look. Okay. I love, I love, look at these guys. They're like vermin. They're just everywhere. Oh, my God. They are. And look, this guy's just handing it out. Like, what, what is he giving them? Like, uh, they look like otter pops or something. Maybe they are. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I, you know, I'm not saying. I don't think this is good for disease. Too many monkeys in one concentrated place is probably going to mean a bunch of weird diseases uh, and new forms of like. Well, we don't need more excuses for animal diseases to jump to humans. But uh, there's something I like about a bunch of monkeys. Yeah, that's exactly. They're drinking unfrozen uh, otter pops. Oh, that is what that is. Look okay. at that. Boy, I'm just watching that one, like, sucking down and in, like, a <laughs> whole tube of unfrozen otter pops. Uh, yeah. I like a yeah. lot. Can like we just, bunch. like, I don't know, take a head of lettuce down there and give out the leaves? Oh, at least here, they're giving out bananas now. That's good. Yeah, that'll help them uh, with the diarrhea. Uh, Carter says that <laughs> Carter was uh, was in Japan, and they, I guess Monkey Island is a thing there. And she, Oh, yeah. She went up to Monkey Island? Yeah. But I don't think they were as oh, rude to awesome. her. Like, they were nice and... I don't know. Maybe they're nicer there. I don't know what the deal is. They always yeah. seem a little pissed, these monkeys. Yeah. Whatever whatever kind of monkey they are. Is there Colobus? No, what are these? Uh, dick dick monkeys. Dick monkeys, sure. Yeah. That's oh, see, yeah, that's... And already she's getting mobbed on the head for uh, not handing out enough bananas. Yeah. So there's a... I think there's a problem with... with um, what's the word? Moderation. The monkeys don't know how to moderate. Sure. So we're not helping anybody giving them otter pops all day. But I do like a good monkey. Oh this one's trying to eat his way into the car. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> trying to bite his way through the window. How many people do you think they've... Oh, how, many, how many people down there do you think have found, like, one day they start their car <clears throat> and then find out they killed a monkey who fell asleep on the engine overnight or something like, like that? Uh, yeah, crawled in to warm up <laughs> yeah. the engine block. Because kids, uh, kids, cats do that. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. we had a neighbor kill I don't know how old it gets in. Uh, oh, he's just putting his, his anus right on the bar of that window of the uh, truck. That's what you want. Have you gotten to that shot yet with his tail hanging oh, over yeah. one side, his legs on the other? And he's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a great way to get a sample. Whatever you need. 
Those monkeys are there yeah. to give it to you. That's that's why I don't. That's why I don't touch the bars when yeah. I'm <laughs> traveling in the back of a open truck in Thailand. I like this very sensible advice from Miravina in our chat. They are cute little monkeys, but don't feed them junk. Yeah, exactly. Miravina, I'm with you. Uh, that's it for today's news. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Steven Schleicher will be here to join us for major spoilers. we got stuff to talk about there, so stick around. In the meantime, hey, Brian, I'd love to hear a song. Would you? Would yeah, you now? Uh, you know, maybe this one goes out to Bronco, who, uh, <laughs> instead of carrying a baseball bat, should carry a basement revolver, because that's the name of the band, Basement Revolver. Uh, big thanks to Atua Research Records for this one. This is the fourth single to be shared off of their forthcoming LP, which is called Embody. They are Hamilton, Ontario, again up in Canada, mm. a shoegaze group, indie shoegaze group called Basement Revolver. Um, this is uh, coming out February 18th via Sonic Union Records. Um, this is great. There, There's a little bit of an NSFW uh, word in here at some point, but uh, I think you guys can all get through it. We're all adults here. Here's Basement Revolver and the song Circles. Forgot to take my meds again Even though it never happens Worried sick I'll meet mine Try to take each day that comes One step at a time Declutter in my mind 
we're all getting a little bit older every day. Drab, dull, saggy. I know what you're thinking. When you present yourself to the world, you project who you are. Never you so. I want to talk to Sylvia about her posture. Powdered donuts, my favorite. The Morning Stream, Excelsior! All right, we're back. That song once again. Sure. The song is called Circles. It's by the band Basement Revolver. Nice. Nice. Uh, I'm sure it was good. I'll listen to it in post. It was good. It was yeah, good. I'm sure it was. Um, all right, we're going to get a major spoilers dose in today. Uh, right straight in your butt, everybody. Oh, oh. Yeah, I got that low T. Well, we also have low M. It's time for some <laughs> major spoilers. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. Hey, look who it is. It's a, uh, a professor, a tenured professor, Steven Schleicher. <laughs> Actually, do they do that where you're teaching or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've been tenured at this university since 2003. Five, five. Let's okay. say five. Okay, tell nice. me what does that af- what does that afford you? What kind nothing. of benefit? Nothing. Parking space? Do you have a nothing. parking space with your name on it? Uh, no. Okay. Oh. Okay. No tenure. I think people really uh, think that once you get tenure, it means you can't be fired, yeah. and that's that's not true because you can be fired for cause. You can be fired for low performance ratings, yeah. um, you know, sexual harassment, you know, all sorts of things that you can be fired for. Okay. What tenure does for the most part is it gives you the freedom to go out and do research without some overseer saying, no, you can't do that. Oh, so it's like That's an extra kind of what it like an extra yeah, layer and, of trust or something sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. And and then and then, yes, somebody said you get a little bit more money. Um, you don't get that much more money. OK, mm-hmm. so if you so if somebody thinks being tenured means you'll never get fired and then they show up to class one day and just flop their junk on the podium. <laughs> They're going to get fired. Oh, uh, so that yes, yeah. the, you would get fired for that. Okay, so they can't fact, just we go. Had a, a neener, few neener, years ago. Neener. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you can go and find it on the web. Um, we had a debate coach who I believe I believe he was tenured. Mm. Um, he went and moon. He got in an argument at a debate um, event with another coach and mooned the coach in front of a bunch of people. And it wasn't like you could see his bare butt or anything it was his underwear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was let go the very next day. Oh, wow. Here it is. Kansas university fires debate coach who mooned rival is the headline. Yep. That's, yep, yep, that's yep. awesome. This was back in, uh, when was this? Wow. Uh, 26, seven, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah. Something like that. August of that year. Um, yep. here's what he said. Obviously it got out of control, but to be honest, I thought I was in a safe house. I thought I was part of a community that handled its problems internally and that recognized the dangers of exposing themselves, no pun intended, to the rest of the country. Oh, no, that's the other person, not him. He's just like, whatever, I'm pissed. I'm going to moon you. Oh, yeah, he's he's a he's a pretty cool guy, but he's pretty radical. Yeah, he says everyone has the right. The school says everyone has the right to freedom of speech, but these actions are not acceptable for someone who's representing our university, said uh, Hammond, whoever that is. He was the president at the time. Ah, gotcha. All right, so Hammond or uh, Hammond, uh, Stephen, don't don't be mooning anybody. <laughs> I don't okay. I don't do that. Okay. All right, that's good. Now I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. Uh, I'm also happy to hear that you're here because we always get to talk about cool stuff in the comics world. Majorspoilers.com, the great resource. Uh, Go to for many of us who love comics and comic uh, culture, pop culture, that sort of stuff. For example, Black Christian Tan. 
Sorry, I don't know how to say it right. How do you spell that last name? I don't, I don't know how you. I don't know how you say it either. I always just call him Krakistan. Well, it's, Krakistan. It's K R R S A N T A N. He's the uh, he's the Wookie on uh, Boba Fett. Have you been watching Boba yes. Fett, Scott? No, I've oh. not been watching Boba Fett. Oh, you know what? There was some before we got into this. I forgot. I had a thing on my calendar on Saturday. Yeah. That said, and this was something we made like months ago. <laughs> that I said that's that on this date on the twenty second, Scott will not have watched Loki yet. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, I still haven't. So if you if you okay, I win. Yeah, yeah, you win. You, you win whatever bet yeah. you made. Um, I'm feeling closer hey, than ever though. I feel closer to watching double, it than I've ever. Double or nothing before. for uh, April fourteenth <laughs> of twenty twenty three. Yeah, a year yes, and a month I'll from now. I'll take that bet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, who knows? But so okay. So the the first appearance of this character, right? Uh, in a in a Star Wars comic, which was a Marvel thing back in the day, sold for two hundred and twenty five bucks. It's not bad. Wow. Yeah, that that happens a lot, especially when characters who haven't been present in other media, but have been in comics, and the first time that they show up in a show, yeah. Usually, we see the rise of that comic book just skyrocket through the roof in this case darth vader number one from 2015 got uh, 225 dollars though if you go for a 9.8 slabbed copy it's 350 dollars oh wow. it'd be even better so this is an unslabbed uh yeah slabbed. slabbed i love that word so uh this character is a wookie right that's the yes. deal uh-huh. okay i keep hearing he's the coolest thing in the in the thing like he might be the best. Yeah, which is show. unfortunate, right? Because yeah. if that's your if that's the best thing in your Boba Fett show, here let me just say this. Yeah. Uh uh Robert Rodriguez, yeah. back in the day, everybody was like, Oh man, Robert Rodriguez, you know, El Mariachi and uh from Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah, and then this is my biggest complaint about Boba Fett is it needs to be less spy kids and more Star Wars. Yeah. That's what I, I have heard a very similar take. I've not seen it, obviously, but I, I've heard somebody say something very similar to that. I don't know. Like everyone I like I've talked it. to, people I yeah. people I trust are usually either just kind of, oh, yeah, it's good, like Brian just did, yeah. or they're like, eh, I don't know, it's not really great. Maybe wait for it and binge it or nah, like that. Yeah, wait for it and binge it. I'm not, I'm not going to put you to any kind of deadline on this. It's just not is as it tight. Is it as good as a Mandalorian? No. Uh, no, but no, no, is it no. better than uh, the Star Wars Christmas special? Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, that's quite the range you got there. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of other Star Wars TV things. That Ewok, it's better that than Ewok that Ewok adventure. Uh, yeah, adventure. Than that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, is it, is it better than the prequels? Um, no. I don't think so. <laughs> Jeez. Parts of it are better than parts of the prequels, but it's that's a tough thing. Mm, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's a tough thing. Okay. I, li- I, I like uh, the Tashi Station bits, uh, the water stuff. I don't. I don't like the Spy Kids stuff. I don't like the uh, the the, the, the what are they the the modded Vespa riders. Yeah, that's yeah, the whole. I do spy like kids the Tuscan. Stuff. The Tuscan Raider stuff was so good. Those, those that was good episodes. Yeah. yeah, that was that was interesting. But any anything that was set the chases, the chase scenes, yeah, and at least the, the first ch- three episodes the, are the, the weakest. Speed, the low speed chase, you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody's really into that. Uh, does he? Does the no. Wookiee have a big scar on his head in the show? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Does he have braids like that? That's badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Oh no, he's pretty bad. I mean, he's badass. I yeah. mean, he's he's badass. Yeah. When he first appears, he kicks the crap out of a lot of people, and it's very very cool. And then, a spoiler alert: at least up to the episodes that have been released, it's kind of just like, all right, be on your way. Yeah. Kind is of, it, is yeah. it out? So it's not done yet. They've got a few more to go or one more, two more to go. Oh, yeah. I think they've got like three or four more episodes. Oh, okay. 
Well, maybe they'll pull, maybe they'll uh, desperado this business and make it amazing. Who knows? You don't know. You know what they should have done, and what initially when this first started out, I really thought that they were going to do um, a fistful of dollars with Boba Fett. Mm. Yeah, right. Mm. Which would have been great. Yeah. The bounty hunter with no name. Uh huh. And and <laughs> and he's pitting all the other and he's pitting all the other crime lords against each other. That would have been yeah, fantastic. that would have been a really good. Yeah, that would have been the great direction. But that's kind of Mando a little bit. Like Mando's kind of man with no name a little bit. I mean, he has a no, name. No, it's but. it's more uh, good, the bad, and the ugly. I would say. Yeah, I mean, yes, but that spaghetti western they really leaned into it, and this one yes. doesn't so much. Yes. It's more well, from what I've heard. Again, I don't want to judge it until I see it, but yeah, you, you should watch it. And I, I know that there's a lot of people that are just like, oh man, I love this Boba Fett stuff. That's great. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to agree with you, and that's fine too. Yeah, welcome to um, Star Wars. Modern Star Wars yeah. means you're not going to yeah. agree. That's how it works. Yeah. Uh, I really like, uh, I, or I would, I'd probably end up seeing first as uh, Peacemaker. I keep hearing just, I need to be watching Peacemaker. That is an interesting show, right? I mean, if you, I don't know if you've had any a chance, probably not, is my guess, to watch the Harley Quinn animated series on not, HBO Max. Not yet, although it's in my queue forever, but no, I have not. Okay, so yeah. if you like, for those people who are listening and have actually watched the Harley Quinn animated series, if you like that, Peacemaker is in that same vein, mm-hmm. but live action. Oh, interesting. Uh, it's very, it's very interesting and it's very good. Although Judo Master kind of creeps me out. Oh well, <laughs> really? Okay, interesting. As, yeah. I watch this as it should be. Um, by the way, someone in the chat found a picture of your of your old prof- your old debate coach there at the school, Moon and the People. That's yeah, yeah. It's you can find the YouTube video. You can go search on it. Wow. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. This is just a pr- proud moment for you in the in the school. In oh the yeah, sure enough. Yeah. I mean, he and I were working on a project at the time, <laughs> yeah. and then it was just like, "What happened to Bill?" And he's gone, and it's just like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's it. That's that's the end of Bill." And he was. I mean, he is. I don't know what he's doing now, but at the time, he was one of the top debate coaches in the country. Really? Do you think he if got not to his the head? top debate coach in the country. Do you think big debate got to him and made him do something dumb? <laughs> yes, I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah, big debate. Whoever they are, I don't know who they are. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's some, I think, some relatively earth-shattering news. Um, I was just talking to Chris Metzen about this. Transformers and G.I. Joe, but Transformers this is the bigger one, uh, I think, anyway. It has a bigger following here. Is leaving IDW Publishing. How? Why? What happened? Well, so here, there's a couple of things. Uh, a few years ago, now, I'm sure this is the conspiracy side, so everybody put on your tinfoil hats. A few years ago... Um, uh, one of the writers on G.I. Joe introduced, I think, I believe it was a trans character. Yeah. And the fandom just went ballistic and said, oh, and, and called up Hasbro direct instead of dealing with IDW publishing. And it has. And so some people will say, well, this is because of that thing that happened like 10 years ago. Yeah. And this is why Hasbro's pulling the license. No, that's probably not it. Yeah. Um, over the last couple of years, IDW has actually let a lot of their uh, licenses uh, end. Um, you know, they lost a Star Wars not too long ago, and now Marvel Comics has picked up, uh, yeah, the Star Wars line, the Hype Republic stuff. And I think that's what's happened here is IDW has really, if you follow what they've been doing as they've been trying to go public, and as they're part of a much larger, what's that gaming company, that uh, conglomerate that bought up a bunch of- Tencent? Uh, is it Tencent? Uh, maybe maybe that's it. I don't remember. It's a, it's a, a Scandinavian uh, company oh. that bought up a lot of other game publishers. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I can't think they of also, I believe they also own IDW Publishing. So they've had a lot of difficulties uh, financially over the last couple of years. I think IDW Games is a big part of that. Yeah. And so I honestly think that they can't afford to keep the G.I. Joe and the Transformers license. And so they are ending that uh 
portion of their agreement with Hasbro. Now, on the plus side, you know, if Hasbro wanted to pull out completely, uh, they would have also taken Dungeons and Dragons and My Little Pony. Dungeons and Dragons is a huge seller for IDW right now. Oh, I didn't realize that was doing well. That's cool. Yeah, um, um, Jim Zub is fantastic. Oh, on we the Dungeons love that and guy. Dragons series. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we had yeah. him on uh, Comic Dorks years ago. He's great. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. Okay, let me ask my you guess, this. Yeah. My guess, yes. I, I predict before the end of the year, Marvel will announce that they are bringing G.I. Joe and probably Transformers back to Marvel uh, because uh, they still do a lot of work. Marvel still does a lot of work with Larry Hama. Mm-hmm. And so I have a feeling that uh, G.I. Joe will find a home at Marvel Comics before the end of the year. And I don't want to disc- I want people not to discount this idea of thinking what toys that are now comics, how lame. I'm telling you, those. Uh, trans- I don't read G.I. Joe, but those Transformer comics? Freaking awesome! There's some really yeah, good really stuff good. in there. Really? Yeah, and um, by the and not I and the, that, the trans character that we were talking about from ten years ago that was in GI Joe, not that was in GI Joe. Okay, because right, right, right. there's no <laughs> what a <laughs> there's no trans character in Transformers. <laughs> they would just ask for the most horrible people on the internet to make the worst jokes. Do you know what I mean? Right. It would just right, be right, yeah. oh, what a nightmare. But anyway, okay, that's all cleared up. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see what they do. I, I would. I'm fine wherever they go as long as they have good talent. Um, but I worry about IDW. Yeah, I, what are they going to do now? Well, yeah. So here's the oddest. Here's the oddest part of this. And so maybe the uh, My Little Pony and Dungeons and Dragons line may leave uh, IDW eventually. Although I'd be surprised if Dungeons and Dragons did because it's not part of the greater. What are they calling it? The the Transformers universe. Because right now, in continuity, both in the movies and in the comic books. All of these toy properties are interconnected. Mm. So My Little Pony, Transformers, G.I. Joe, uh, I forget what their other one is. They all share a shared universe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, this was a big thing that they announced, again, like 10 years ago. And ever since then, they've been doing plenty of crossovers with all of these properties. So in some at some point, does that mean there's a potential movie that is Transformers and G.I. Joe working together alongside each other to take down Cobra or some crap like that? Wasn't wasn't that in the uh, wasn't there already a movie like was that? there? I don't know. I don't know if the Transformers. I thought one of the, are one of the G.I. Joe or Transformers movies was that. But. I know they um, I didn't see it, but I guess that thing that came out last year, the uh, what's the who's the cool ninja guy? Can't think, oh, but Snake Eyes. Oh, Snake Eyes. Oh, Snake I guess Eyes, that was yeah. passable. It was all right from what I heard. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there was any kind of teasery stuff like. Oh, Snake Eyes bought a new Camaro, and it turns out Bumblebees, and you know, like I don't know how that went, but anyway, sure. uh, somebody in somebody in the chat created a title that said "My Little Transformers Pony." There actually is a Transformers My Little Pony crossover uh, comic. Oh my goodness, that Lord. is actually really good. Yeah, really, yeah. really. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, good. You say like what by de- what it's definition? Good. <laughs> Like it doesn't suck. Like you would think that. Oh my god, this is going to be the worst thing in the world. And no, it's it's, it's okay. It's solid. Right. It's a solid story. It's a solid crossover. Uh, Transformers has crossed over with GI Joe, Ghostbusters, uh, Back to the Future, uh, My Little Pony. I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well. Mm. So yeah, the, there's all sorts of those those comics that you can go go grab. Well, my favorite Transformer of all time is now in our Discord. So enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, well done. This is great uh, to hear all these things because where else are we going to find out? That's right. Majorspoilers.com has got you covered, everybody. Uh, I know you got a whole slew of stuff going on this week. What do you want to mention before you go? I think people should stay hydrated. Oh, I do too. You know, like if you're going to drink, right there. Yeah, stay hydrated. Why not? Steven, have a good one. We'll see you next time. 
I really thought he would promote one of his shows or something, but I thought so too. Yeah, he yeah. just went right to right to his closing. He was ready. He was ready to go. It's totally fine. Um, all right, we're going to end things this week with a couple of things. An email uh, first of all. Uh, emails that come to us at uh, the morning stream at gmail.com. This one is from Milliamp, who's usually in the chat when they're there. No, anyway, never in the chat room, but they would be Milliamp. Oh, they'd they be Milliamp if they were in the chat room. There you go. If they ever went to the chat room, which they never do. So our chat room would be <laughs> our chat room would be one Milliamp. That's how much power it would generate. Sure. Get right, it? Exactly. Uh, he says, Scott, I know you don't lack for drawing ideas or requests, but thought this pop this thought popped in my head when the chat room asked for a pick of the alternative urination device. Number one, I don't remember when this was when we talked about alternate urination devices, but anyway. One, keeping that thing around sounds gross, and two, even a pick of the decommissioned unit sounds gross, but a cartoon of the unit sounds funny. Instead of a man wiener, you could draw it uh, installed on Jeff Bezos's wiener rocket. That's it. That's the email. I'm never in the chat room, but if I do, I'm milliamp if I were. Uh, <clears throat> I like that a lot, actually. Like a drawing of the of your uh, back hurting urination device. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then, but his point is probably well made, which is it's gross either way. Like I did it. I yeah, did it. I did. But a, if you make one that's got like you know uh, a. Uh, <laughs> Starburst wrapper and a parquet margarine tub and like you know yeah like a Rube Goldberg device I don't know I think that could be kind of fun that'd be all right we could probably use that I did a um a drawing have you seen this lizard floating around this picture of a big weird hunky lizard with a smaller lizard on no. its back smiling oh uh-uh, no no it's been all over my feed in fact uh, Ashley Robinson sent me or put one up and she she was the thing that broke the camel's back that thing got me so inspired last night that i stayed up late that's why i'm so tired today stayed up late drawing this lizard thing i can't wait to show everybody it's gonna be great really oh i can't wait to see it yeah. i loved your uh seinfeld room holy cow that thing uh looks great oh i had a wild hair up my butt that day <laughs> I was like, apparently so i was yeah. like i've got to make apocalyptic jerry's apartment and i don't even know why i got no reason yeah. to do this i'm just gonna do it and it took forever but I did it. Sometimes, so, sometimes, listen, in this NFT nightmare world we live in, sometimes you got to draw just because you want to, not because somebody needs to improve their crypto portfolio, okay? Sometimes you just need to draw <laughs> shit. And that's what I did then. Um, I did it last night. Way, Scott, little yeah. tip to you know, lower your blood pressure. You can go into Twitter settings, go enter <laughs> privacy, and... Um, and have it automatically filter out any tweets that have that contain NFT. I wish that was where I saw it. I get most of it in like emails and stuff. Oh, really? I okay, get targeted well, all the time. I told you, you about only, the guys. I can only help, help you so much. <laughs> I told you about those guys that tried to sell me my own art. That yes. took my stuff, went and minted it, and then came back with it and said, "You should buy these." And if you don't want, if you <laughs> own like, these, what are you talking about? Freaking f yeah. off. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the Seinfeld in Detroit wasn't the idea. So we apologize for that statement. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get on that. Um, hey, the, yeah, you need to do Central Perk next. Okay. Oh, that's not bad. I'm just trying to think of other, uh, like their apartment's pretty good in Friends. Iconic. Central Perk is good. Yeah, um, apartment Friends. Uh, the, uh, uh, maybe the, uh, the Ricardo's house and I Love Lucy. Like that's not the, bad. Yeah, interior. I could have uh, the corpse of Fred Mertz on the floor. That'd be cool. As much as you, as much as we don't really care for Big Bang Theory, that that set is instantly recognizable. Yeah, that one's not bad. Cheers bar is good. Yeah. yeah, wouldn't mind. Oh, Cheers bar is a great one. Yeah. Real question is, should I? Because it's a lot. Of work. <laughs> when I got done with that, oh, the, I was like, the, the Brady Bunch staircase is a good one. Yeah, I needed a nap after I was done. 
Oh, I'm sure. I yeah. can't even imagine. It was a beast. Um, all right, here's a, a mashup from Jamie. This is a throwback hey. mashup, and it's one of these uh, Patreon-only people deals that he does, but he decided to just put this one out for everybody. Okay? So if you want to hear this, good news. You're here to hear it. Let's play it. Uh, it's called Throwback Mashup. That's it. Oh, okay. zip, right. zip, zirpy. Zirpy. Whatever that is. We'll find yeah, out. That means. Enjoy, everyone. From the chandeliers. So that's, who does that? See ya. Chandeliers. That's, who does that? See ya. <laughs> Why am I hearing? Oh, because your Twitch windows open. See ya. <laughs> Why am I hearing? Oh, because you're twitching. Inception. It's the worst nightmare ever. It really is. Ryan Gosling once had the weirdest Turkish massage ever. Mm, he ended okay. up a little tense after a uh, mouthful of hairy belly. What's that? No, no, no that's uh, that's how that's what happened in oh. his massage. He got a mouthful of hairy belly. <laughs> oh, gross! <laughs> this is gone. I loved her in uh, in Swordfish, by the way. <laughs> Harry Belly. <laughs> Dr. Marion, Marion V. Suskind, kind. Marion V. Suskind. Myron, but okay. Myron V. Suskind. <laughs> Detailed uh, his experience treating a zerp. A zerpy? I don't know why that says a zerpy. Oh, it's a zipper related penile injury. <laughs> <laughs> a zerpy. <laughs> Toilet terror as Python bites man's penis while he sits on the loo. <laughs> Another Jeez. one. Another one about a dude's unit. I now know what word you have in your Google alert. Barney, hold on. I'll be right with you. We can go to the Elks Lodge as soon as I put on my onesie. Hey, Fred. It's a little tighter. how it cups my unit. <laughs> Athaporn Boon Boon. Wow, this is. I sound like I'm trying to read a simple name uh, as you. Yeah, yeah, way to go. It's really good. Athaporn Boon Makchue. The catheter was placed in the penis, and the triangular wedge was cut out of the glands in order to loosen it. Oh my gosh, I am in pain right now. Yeah. Why am I reading this? The urethra was not injured. The prepus was freed. What is the prepus? I don't know. The prepus? The prepus? It's what comes before the puss. <laughs> Weird. I do want to see the mascot for Zerpy, though. Oh, Zerpy. The lay who he'd be called the little, Zerpy. The little Zerpy. Was he, what was the pizza guy called back in the day? Uh, the Noid? Yeah, right. It'd be, he'd look like, he'd say it looked like the Noid? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying he'd be a little claymated guy. He'd be like a little claymation wiener with like a zipper caught in his face. That I like. I like that a lot. <laughs> I'm Zerpy. Be careful out there and don't zip up your pants and snag your face like I did. I'm Zerpy. <laughs> <laughs> That's old stuff. I don't remember any of it. None I of it. I don't either. But look at that. Two Noid references today, and one of them completely unplanned. No. And an entire play retro coming up about that kind of thing, and uh, right. we couldn't have planned it better. Well done, Jamie. Thank you for that. Uh, he gives this to his personal patrons all the time, so if you want to get a snag on these these throwbacks, uh, you can do that. Just follow him on Twitter, at TMS Mashups. Uh, that's going to do it for the show. Big thanks goes out to, uh, oh, before we go, or before we do this, we should probably oh, yeah. promote these shows. I mentioned Play Retro. That's tonight, 3.30 Mountain Time. Check it out. But what if I really wanted some music in my head? What should I listen to then? If you want then? some music in your head, here's what you should do. Go to soundography.com and listen to the episode we just posted this morning all about Alice and the Chains. I love Alice's music, and when she's backed by the chains, I really like the uh, the combination of nice. those. So get the man out of the box and listen to the newest episode of Soundography, Alice and Chains. Well, there you have it. Uh, I love Alice and Chains. Huge fan. Um, and I... 
I, mean, I thought I, I was a big fan too until I listened to their entire library. Everything, like the Lane Staley stuff, fantastic. But boy, later stuff, newer yeah. stuff. Yeah, I agree. It's not great. Harder time with it. But I could listen to Dirt right now. I've, that album, right? And uh, yeah, so that that that's the that is the highlight for me too. So this is the problem. You can't have your lead singer committing suicide and stuff. You know, you can't. No, keep yeah. keep them protected. Keep them. Keep an eye on your Lane Staleys. Okay. All right, uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's get out of here. Reminder that patreon.com slash TMS is there for all of you to go spend very little money on supporting your favorite morning show. People like Chip, Callum, and Thomas Sorensen, all great patrons. You can be like them and sign up today, patreon.com slash TMS for everything else you're looking for, frogpants.com slash TMS. Brian, let's get out of here with a song. What did you bring? I know the listeners can't see that, but you shook your head no while you're saying for everything else you're looking for. Yeah, why did I do that? What's this? About? I don't know. Or is that demonstrating what you're people looking for other stuff? Yeah, and it's a, finding it on frogpants.com. It's a, it's a secret little symbol of what I'm actually saying. <laughs> that, do the opposite. Are you, is this like a, like a Carol Burnett tugging her ear, using yeah. a secret signal to somebody in the yeah. audience? Yeah, I'm letting Tim Conway know it's time to come out and do Dorf or whatever. Exactly. All right. Perfect. All Play right. Music. Uh, hey, tomorrow's Terry Z's birthday. Uh, he's going to be 75 tomorrow. So happy 75th birthday, Terry Z. I always forget that um, I know you've told us your age before, and I always forget that um, that you're one of our more uh, senior listeners, and I love that. I love that we haven't pissed you off enough to, to make you leave and go somewhere else. So. I think that's a sign that he is a, a really cool, well-rounded dude that doesn't fit the boomer mold, and I'm, I'm proud I, to know exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we have a prize we're going to be giving away from Terry um, this week. We'll do it with Feud this week. Uh, a foot pedal, USB foot pedal, so you can operate like games and stuff or um, Discord, push to talk or things like that. We have a giveaway this week of oh. his, uh, of a foot pedal from him. Very cool. I have one of those. Well, mine's on my desk, but it's meant to be for feet. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Your desk, but it's made for yeah, feet. Yeah, I have one that's supposed to be on the floor. That's where most people uh-huh. use it. It doesn't really yeah. matter, but it, that's yeah. it's how I mute over here. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It works So it must great. not be a very big one. No, it's small. But when I bought it, um, it was meant to be. I can't show because it it'll pull too tight. But yeah, it basically, yeah. is it's meant to be like a little pad that you put your foot on. Sure. And sure. I did that for a while, but I would miss sometimes, and I'd be like, "Oh shit, where'd the thing go?" And I was like, "I'm gonna cough anyway." So then I pulled it up here, and now I can cough all day. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So here is uh, Terry's message. I'm a child of the 60s, graduating high school in 1965 and college the year we were born in 1969. Wow. If you fail in your challenge, any interesting cover of a psychedelic rock song from that period would be appreciated. But the challenge is a cover of Grace Slick's White Rabbit or Somebody to Love. Uh, Besides early Jefferson Airplane, I was also a big fan of the Moody Blues and Elton John. Thanks in advance, Terry. Well, challenge accepted that's an easy one because it seems like if you're going to cover uh grace slick and jefferson airplane those are the two songs everybody wants to cover and technically they weren't originally jefferson airplane songs they were grace slick and the great society songs uh she brought those over with her when she left great society and joined jefferson airplane and all those other jefferson and airplane uh for uh, starship and all those other bands that uh, came out of that Sure. Um, this is, uh, listen, uh, the movie Sucker Punch didn't really give us a lot of great stuff, but it did give us an excellent soundtrack, including this cover of White Rabbit by Emiliana Torini. Here is White Rabbit.
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Everybody knows not to sit next to Dennis.